You lost your confidence because you put your trust in the wrong thing. You put your trust in only the outcome. And because you pushed all your chips in, because you thought, hey, I got something here, and it didn't result in a sale. So you put your trust in only the result. And because it didn't result in a sale, you get bitter and cynical. You keep your confidence by moving your trust. Moving your trust from the result to the process. Welcome to The Sales Life with Marsh Bice. So in episode 275, we talked about confidence and more specifically asking with confidence. But I want to dive deeper on this episode about your confidence. Man, confidence is key. Confidence is everything for us, right? Especially in sales. And confidence is it's, it's slippery, man. It's elusive of sorts. I mean, one minute you're, you're good and two no's later, man, you don't even know if you're built for the sales game anymore, right? I mean, when you got the job, you had confidence. I mean, you were confident that although you had no real sales experience, you thought you really could do this. So you showed up, you stayed late, you came in early, confident. And then, and then, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm confident. And then, well, uh, I'm kind of confident. And later, man, fuck this place. You lost your confidence. And maybe it hasn't been to the extreme of I'm out of here, but we sure lose it. If even, if it's just for a day or even a series of days. And working in sales, man, your confidence is tested constantly, dude. Why do we lose our confidence? How do we lose it? So here's a scenario of what happens. We're confident to our day. New month. Let's do this shit, right? Grab a customer, work them. They say, uh, not today. Next one we grab. Bad credit. The next one, no credit. The next one takes up the whole rest of your day, only to have to go home and think about it. The next day, man, you're, you're trying to stay positive. But today starts just like yesterday ended. And failure and confidence, man, is it, 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 failure is banging around in your head. It's clanging. It's shouting at you. You're a failure. And everyone around you, to make matters worse, everyone around you is, they're selling something, but you're not. Dude, you couldn't even sell if it was free. You're losing your confidence. You lost your confidence because you put your trust in the wrong thing. You put your trust in only the outcome. And because you pushed all your chips in, because you thought, hey, I got something here, and it didn't result in a sale, Hmm. you put your trust in only the result. And because it didn't result in a sale, you begin to get bitter. You begin to get cynical. And now that you're bitter, you start cherry picking your customers, selective on which ones are worth your time. If you work any of them at all, you're looking for that perfect one. The ones that you do happen to trip across, you run into a customer and you quickly ask them the questions. How much do you owe? What's your credit situation? What do you want your payments to be? And you ask all these questions before you even move. And if they don't pass the lightning round of the questions, you blow them out. You work with fewer and fewer. You're not selling anything. You now become an advisor to other salespeople of what they should do, but you, you don't even heed your own advice. You lose your confidence, and then you end up out of sales. So how do you keep your confidence? How do you keep your confidence all while failing? 
You keep your confidence by moving your trust from the result to the process. Statistically, dude, you know you got to fail more than you succeed in order to succeed. So what you got to do is you got to shift. You got to shift. See, your confidence is the assurances in what you do. It's full trust in how you do it. Now, your confidence is the ability to, to strip the mask of, oh, I got it going on, when you really don't. It's shifting and stripping that mask off where you know there's things that you need to be working on. You don't know your product like you should. You don't present it worth a shit. Stop fucking winging it. So you strip that mask off and you begin to invest. Dude, you got to invest. See, if you don't invest, then you don't trust that you'll be a success. And hell, if you don't trust you, why the hell would a customer? So it starts with you. It starts with you first to trust to invest in yourself, in your career, in your future. Then you trust your process. You trust your team. You trust the fact that if you do your part, everything else will take care of itself. Now, here's, here's where you separate trust. You separate trust from what you see and hear from the trust that you have in the person, a.k.a. your customer. I didn't say you don't trust your customer. You trust the person. In general, dude, you got to understand, in general, people are really good people. I mean, there's some gamesmanship going on, dude, in the sales profession. I mean, they're trying to get the most for the least. They don't want to get swindled. They don't want to get taken advantage of. They don't want to they, they don't want to do something that get get forced into something. So, obviously, there's some gamesmanship going on. And I say, man, customers don't necessarily lie. Sometimes they don't just fully tra- tell the truth. They protect themselves. And sometimes they, they're protecting you. They don't want to hurt your feelings. And they don't want the confrontation. They don't want to have to explain. But to throw all customers in one big-ass large bucket, saying all customers are liars and, and mooches, dude, that's, that's the kind of shit that'll make you cynical. And you'll end up out of the sales game. So to keep your confidence in a peak state, man, I want you to move your trust. I want you to move your trust. Trust in what you do, your approach to your day. Trust your mindset. Trust the people you interact with. But don't trust what you see nor hear until you have fully validated it. Until until you have challenged, man, the thought, the idea, and the notion. I mean, look at it like this. If, 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 if it was an accounting, if it was an accounting office, then what you would do is you have someone that's in accounting that works for you. And so when they give you the profit and loss statements, when they give you the facts and figures, you can ask her questions. She answers those questions. You listen to her. You trust her. But still, but still, dude, you have an independent auditor come in to test the accuracy of the, of the values. See, you separate the emotions from the facts. You separate the fact that you trust her from what you're hearing, what you're looking at on paper. I mean, the IRS, they trust you as a person. I mean, why wouldn't they? They don't know you. Hey, I trust you, but they will audit you. Not that you're a bad person. They're testing the validity of the statements that you submitted. So in sales, so in sales, you audit what you see and hear, pulling on the threads, offering new insights. Finding and exploring new, deeper ideas. See, sometimes the person has nothing to do with it. They're good people. 
but but let me fully vet this. Let me fully validate this. Let me let me push and prod on the idea that that you really are six months out, that you can't buy right now, that you can't afford it, that it's not in the budget. And only after doing my part, my full due diligence, do I say, okay. So even if it doesn't result in a sale, yes to the ego, yes to, to the competitive side of me, of course I want the sale. But I'm confident, dude. I'm confident that I did everything I could do before, during, and after the encounter. I trust the process. I trust the approach. I trust the team. I trust the customer. I trust myself. And then, and only then, I trust the outcome. Only after I've pushed and pulled on the initial thoughts, ideas, and actions. Hey, thanks for catching the show. Subscribe so that you never miss another episode. Also, share your feedback and show suggestions with me at thesaleslife1 at gmail.com. That's thesaleslife, the number one, at gmail.com. And share the episode with others. And I'd really love you a long time if you'd rate and leave a quick review of the show. This will help get the word out. Remember this, no matter what happens in life, life's all negotiable. And the greatest sale that you'll ever make is to sell you on you because you're more than enough. I'll catch you back here next time on The Sales Life.